Thanks for listening to Beyond the Anthem. Here we are. Don't drink my beer. Episode three. <laughs> We've got some special guests. Not really special. They're going to be on here quite a bit. <laughs> Keely and Eric, which, so this must be the sibling episode. Yeah, this is the sibling episode. So Keely, my sister, and Eric, my brother. Hi. How's it going? And I'm just an in-law, you know, yeah. but I count. <laughs> in-law and a wife. In the family now. Yes. Yep. We talked a little bit about, and I know you've heard it, but I haven't actually got a chance to listen to the first podcast. <laughs> so, yes. I don't know. So he has no idea what we're talking about. No, no I idea. <laughs> it's probably better. That's that okay. Way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what stories have been told, but no, we really didn't tell very many stories. No, really, um, we just kind of talked about like where the name come from, um, how long the band has been around, Everybody's where it started, around. when you guys joined. Um, he didn't really tell too many stories about like when you joined or how you felt about it. So definitely if you want to talk about how you became, I did get to tell my story of how I became part of the band. You took a chance. I took a a chance chance and look where it led me. I got a husband (laughs) and a baby. (laughs) The way I got brought into the band was, um, Justin and Brent started a band, started Graham Anthem Band and... I'd never played music. It was um, it was sort of forced upon me. Yeah, um, it was. Justin, uh, he called me up one day and he said, "Hey man, go buy a bass guitar. We need a bass player." He said, "I'm going to teach you how to play." So I feel like you already had a bass, but you just never played it. I did. I had a bass. It was a very cheap bass, huh. and um, I just actually sold that bass last year for fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. <laughs> Some guy bought it for fifty bucks, and uh, it. It halfway worked. It, it wasn't a good bass, but when he said, go buy a bass, um, I'm going to teach you how to play, I think I actually spent some big money. I think I bought my jazz bass right did, then. You did? You've yeah. had that thing for as long? 2014. As went, long as I've had mine. Yeah, 2000. Telecaster. Wait, your Telecaster was from 2012. Okay. And mine... My jazz bass was 2014. I don't know how I remember that. But <laughs> for some reason, I can remember those years yeah. on those guitars. But um, I, I bought an American standard jazz bass, Fender Jazz, and um, I think it was like fourteen or 1500 bucks. Because yeah, I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to have to go all in and commit and spend some money. Yeah. So I did, and we practiced for, what, a good solid year. I believe yeah, it was. it was about a year because January of 2015 is when we started playing at the garage bar. Right. Is that right? 2015? I think so. Or was it 16? But our first gig was actually in, was it in the end of 2014 because I remember it being cold. Is it where we played on the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a flatbed 18-wheeler trailer. Yeah. And um, I think um, it was in Smithville. That's where we played. Yeah, that was right. And that was our first gig, and everybody that was at that gig, from for for years, they've always told us they're like, "Man, y'all have come a long way." <laughs> yes, we have. Pretty yeah. much saying, pretty much saying, we were terrible. Yeah, but um, it was pretty bad. It was we had no rough. idea what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. What well, we had like twenty, twenty five songs maybe. 
for that whole gig. Maybe. Something like maybe. <laughs> and we we suffered through we went quite for a it, few though. of them. Yeah, we did go for it. It was and I had a blast. Everybody was drunk. It was it was <laughs> I think they enjoyed it, but for for a solid year, we practiced at Brent's house out in Alexandria. Alexandria at that point. At the at that two store house upstairs. Yeah. Yep. And um it was like I think, a 10, ten by eleven room. Yeah, like it was tiny. And then um I, I, I'm honestly I don't remember if Keeley joined the band first or PJ. I think it was PJ. It was PJ. Because you told me, you said, we need to find another guitar player. Yeah. I said, I know a guy that plays guitar. And you said, well, let's let's see if he'll uh, if he'll want to play in the band. So we had him over for practice one night, one weekend. We was playing at Brent's. And, uh, God, he stuck with us for, I don't think he knew any songs that we knew. We pretty much taught you, him. Yeah. And Keely had, and you had some singing lessons when you were younger. Yeah, I was in like the sixth grade. (laughs) (laughs) I took vocal lessons. But I think it was actually. That was like, sounds good. (laughs) I think it was actually my idea to bring Keely on. No, I can remember. I was driving home from work. I was like 18. And Eric calls me and I'm like, hey. And he's like, "Uh, we need a girl in the band. So, can you come and sing harmony with Justin? And I'm like, what? (laughs) But kind of like you said, forced into it. So, I was like, I'll try. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I feel like I got forced into it a little bit. And it was, I had a lot of fun just in that first year of just practicing. Not even playing gigs, just practicing. I had a ball with it, and I was like, "Man, let's get let's bring Keely in. Let's get yeah. her. Yeah. Let's get her in there." See, I never, the fun. Yeah, I never even knew that you had singing lessons. I right. Was, I mean, I was a teenager at that point, so yeah. I wasn't paying attention to my my younger sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, Eric was like, "Yeah, she had singing lessons. Let's bring her on." It's like, sounds good, and sure enough, he talked her into it. Yeah. She was. So reluctant. Very me. reluctant. <laughs> she did not want any part of that. She was, no, 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 I, I, I can't I can't sing in front of people. I'm like, well, you're not singing in front of people. You're just singing in front of three people that you're playing in a band with. <laughs> we weren't playing any shows. Yeah, because we didn't have any gigs. But um, I, I think she ended up getting just head first into it like I did, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just dove into it and went for it. Yep. And After the first practice, she was, once we were like, <laughs> just sing. You got to sing, got to sing. And after that, it was good. That was how we got started in the band. Yeah. And then, um, we got that first gig. It was a private party, um, like I said, in Smithville. God, I don't, I don't even remember what we got paid. I think it was like, 200 bucks and Maybe. we thought that was awesome hey, we, we made some money and you know we've never no tip and we played no on tip a jar tip. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah we had no tip jar we, we played on a trailer bed yeah and it was freezing cold that night yep it was cold. so cold like and we all wore our matching chucks yeah we all wore chucks and our feet were frozen because so cool. it was so cold yeah. outside it was, it was like muddy in front of <laughs> yeah. the trailer everybody's <laughs> that, were muddy. that yeah. was the show where brent was playing drums we were at the end of the night and 
he's for some reason talked me into jumping off this trailer while we're playing. <laughs> yeah. But I had in ears. I was using in ears, wired in. So I didn't think about it. Jumped you had off. a you had a cable hooked to another yeah. cable hooked to a board. <laughs> you jumped and off. I jumped off the stage because Brent thought it was. A good idea, and rock I believed star. him. Yeah, he was like, "It's a rock star move. Just jump off, off the trailer." Because people were, we had a couple people dancing like three in front of the stage, so we were like, <laughs> like super three. excited about yeah. it. And everybody else was crowded. Sure enough, I time. jump off the stage, and as soon as I took that leap, I knew I was like, "Oh, in ears!" And it just, luckily, it unplugged cleanly, so it didn't break my in ears or pull the whatever it was hooked to at the yeah. time. Off the stage. And that was a $500 set of in-ears. Yes, those are custom in-ears. We bought... We we thought we were so pro that we were like, hey, everybody needs to spend $500 a piece on on custom in-ears. And we did. Everybody in the band. We went hardcore. Like, we spent so much money that first year after we got a couple gigs. I don't... You know, now that I think about it, I'm like, I, I have a hard time just buying a new set you know now that mine are broken i don't use them it's like then we weren't even we didn't have gigs we didn't have anything no promises to yeah, be playing like this is a good but idea. we were like we need these we yep. need these <laughs> not important. you know you didn't go buy the sure mic and or I sure headphones that are hundred dollars is we, the only one that still has them i have mine Mine are still but pristine you don't use them. because I don't use them. Yeah. <laughs> yours and just broke not too long ago. Yeah, mine yeah, broke yeah. and you don't use yours. I broke so. mine actually yeah. once before because they fell. I had them out of my ears sitting on my shoulders. Just, you know, you have them wrapped around. And I dropped them and stepped on That's them. That's how mine crushed broke. Them. Yeah. $500 set of in-ears crushed them <laughs> because I just wasn't paying attention and stepped on them. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's how... And that oh, same night, <laughs> that same night was the first time my gorgeous $1,500 bass guitar fell over. <laughs> I was so upset. Now it's like, a, you know, whatever. It's, yeah. it's got good character and dents yeah. and dings and scratches but, and cigarette burns. But <laughs> it does have cigarette burns <laughs> on the headstock. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But... That first time that thing fell over, man, I felt like my brand new car just got keyed. It was awful. <laughs> I was you, so sick. If you've never seen us play, like you have to understand how many times a cigarette gets stuck in Eric's bass head, the head of his bass, yeah, whatever that's called. <laughs> like you, we play an outside gig and you look over and there's just smoke like blowing <laughs> over the stage, just like all over all of us and you look over and Eric's got a cigarette just like stuck in the headstock just in the still strings. lit ready to go he's jamming out and just like you know bouncing up and down with his bass and it's just like cigarette just hanging on for dear life just ready to be smoked I'm, I'm working on not doing that anymore I'm trying to quit smoking but it's hard <laughs> especially when we drink beer and play music yeah. it's my favorite time to smoke a cigarette but yeah and mostly now we're playing Bars and stuff, so usually that only happens inside, when it's yeah. outside, yeah. not at a wedding. Yeah, that damn no smoking inside law <laughs> gets me every time. But yeah, that uh, that first gig was that was a good time. I had a ball, 
And I think I was I was hooked before the first gig, but once people were dancing along to the music we were playing, yeah, I I just I instantly I think the next day, man, I started hitting every bar I could think of, saying, "Hey, we're Grand Anthem band." We want a gig. What do we need to do to play there? This is the end of part one of our interview with Eric and Keeley, the sibling episode. We actually ended up talking to them for about an hour, so we wanted to split that up into two parts for you guys. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's Beyond the Anthem to find out when part two will be released. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 